All right, thank you, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Write down our toll-free telephone number. It's 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Linda calls me today, and she goes, how you feeling, boss? Boss, how you feeling? I said I'm back to normal. Can you believe what I was on what? I told it was, you it was always, a long, the long go there for a minute. It was, it's been, I feel like you've been sick for like, I don't know, like six well, weeks. Because I kept pushing it and I kept doing extra hours. And I mean, I've been on the phone 24 seven. Um, but by Two. the way, so are you. I mean, everybody's been putting in the extra time, but we love doing what we do. And it's an honor to be here. But thankfully, I kind of shut my mouth for once for an entire weekend. Well, I also think you actually had like, you know, sometimes you feel under the weather and you think it's going to pass. You actually had something. So it was different. No, and, and it took two runs of antibiotics, not one. Can you believe that? I can. It's just ridiculous. Uh, but anyway, glad to be back to normal. There's something about feeling healthy that is maybe we take those sort of things uh, for granted a little too much. Um, all right, we have, this is an amazing thing. I want you to just track with me here for a second. So you got sliding Joe Biden in the polls, and the Democrats are in a complete and total meltdown freakout mode i mean the the push to get joe off the ticket now is going to get about as real as it's ever gotten so like what what's today today's the sixth in what 24 days we're going to have this debate with gavin newsom and ron DeSantis. and by the way this happened organically this was supposed to be red versus blue this is supposed to be state versus state uh, in the interim, uh, the California governor has been around the country doing a lot of interviews, uh, then took a trip to Israel, then took a trip to China. And I'm sure a lot of people are going to be looking. We saw the shot that it, it was clear to me that the shot against Newsom came from the Kamala Harris camp because they don't like that he's he's out there. And, and you know, I think they're probably threatened that he may challenge her if Joe Biden is not, in fact, a candidate. Here's the problem now the Democrats have. They are going up against Donald J. Trump, and there's not a single issue that they can identify that they have been, or a program that they've instituted, or policies that they've put in place that have been successful. Just stop, stand back, and watch. Can anybody in their right mind argue that the border situation is better off under Joe Biden? Nobody could make that claim. Even Democrats, if they have any level of intellectual honesty, they're going to tell you, no, the border is not better off. You know, by the end of this year, we may have as many as 10 million illegal immigrants that Joe Biden has allowed into this country illegally. And he's aided and abetted in the process of allowing them into the country illegally. So we get to this point, And anyway, you look at the New York Times Siena College poll. It was just released yesterday. and. It goes state by state. Now, there's a part of me that's suspicious, and maybe I should talk to Matt Towery and Robert Cahaley and get their take on it. The part of me that's suspicious that maybe they're slanting these polls a little bit just in the hopes that they think that Joe Biden needs to go. I don't know. There might be an, you never know with the left. I mean, they could be so dishonest, duplicitous, even amongst each other. Who knows what games they're up to? But this poll is devastating for Democrats. But you have to see this through this prism. I mean, Donald Trump was on the stand today in this ridiculous civil trial that's already been decided in New York where, you know, uh, you, you have a judge 
in this case, which I think is the, the funniest thing of all. You know, the at issue in this in this civil case is whether or not the Trump organization uh, used phony um, valuations in order to get better loan terms and better insurance rates. That's what the allegation is. And yet the judge is still sticking to this false valuation of Mar-a-Lago of $18 million. I mean, the, the very thing that this judge is going to decide whether or not the Trump organization is guilty of, and again, it's a civil trial, it's not a criminal trial, is the very thing he's doing. And I've been showing this on television. We'll have Eric Trump on TV tonight to, to discuss it further. But we've been showing you properties in Palm Beach, Florida. I mean, it is it is probably, if not, it's got to be right up there as the most expensive real estate in the entire world. And, and they have, for example, two-acre lots of land on the ocean that are, that are on the market right now for $200 million. That is an empty lot. There's no house on it. So if you buy it, then you got to build a house. I imagine if you get a two-acre lot on the ocean in Palm Beach, Florida, that house you put on that lot is not going to be inexpensive. Or, a lot in a, or, you, or you can get an acre and a half. And again, an empty lot. You're buying the dirt, the dirt only. There's no, there's no building on this property. And that's going for $150 million. I guess that's considered a deal. And yet Mar-a-Lago with 20-plus acres on the ocean and on the intercoastal that also is a historic property, 58 bedrooms, 30-some-odd bathrooms. It is in mint condition with a club component to it, which adds a lot of value to it, a number of buildings on the 20 acres of property. And the judge is claiming that's, that one's worth $18 million. I mean, it's asinine. It is, it's, a, it's a joke. It's a farce. It's just total, complete BS. And what they're going to decide in New York, and I, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're going to try and throw the book at the Trump family. I mean, you have an attorney general. We played it over and over again. Maybe I'll play it later in the show. The show. But you have an attorney general in New York that ran on a platform to go after one guy, Donald Trump, to go after one organization, the Trump organization, to go after one family, the Trump family. And so... You know, and then, then you get to the, the, the depths of this a little bit more, and you're like, okay, in every one of the applications that they make in, in terms of a loan application or filling out forms to get an insurance policy, they're putting in there what's called rider contractual rider language that says, do not focus on our valuations, which, by the way, no insurance company and no lender should ever or would ever do. If you're going to lend massive amounts of money to people, you have a fiduciary responsibility to do your own valuations. You're not going to count on the, on the borrower and what they say their house is worth or what they think a property is worth. You have to do your own research and due diligence. You have a fiduciary responsibility to do so. Same with insurance rates here. Nobody's been hurt in any of these deals, by the way. The banks got their money paid back on time. The insurance companies got their insurance rates paid on time. You don't have anybody complaining. And yet, here, here they are in court. The decision was made by summary judgment by a judge that thinks Mar-a-Lago is $18 million. It's just nuts.
So why do I bring this all up? So then you've got a president that has also been indicted and arraigned four separate locations, four venues. Another one in New York with the Manhattan DA, Alvin Bragg. Then you've got the case with the special counsel in D.C. That's the January 6th issue. The Alvin Bragg issue has more to do with Stormy Daniels. We knew about that back in 2016. The case in Washington goes back to January of 2021. The case down in Georgia goes back to, you know, post-election November 2020. And one has to ask, why weren't these cases brought forward sooner? Why did they wait to bring the trials into an election year? And the American people are fair-minded people. And I think there's enough independent fair-minded people in the country that they're going to see this for what it is. And, and I think, in, and the sad part is, is all those trials will take place during the election year and where the, Donald Trump would have a much better ch- chance of getting real justice would be on the appeal level after he's found guilty of felonies. And I would, I, I don't think you can get a fair trial in New York or D.C. or, or Fulton County, Georgia. I just don't. They're heavily Democratic areas. Anyway, with all of that going on, and the president on the stand today, Trump is leading in Nevada 52-41, Georgia 49-43, Arizona 49-44, Michigan 48-43, Pennsylvania 48-44, and it's a dead heat in Wisconsin. Now, if you are a Democrat, you are freaking the hell out. You cannot believe it. Now, David Axelrod, he's not a dumb guy, smart guy, Democratic strategist. He helped elect Barack Obama for two terms in the last decade. He's now urging Joe Biden to drop out of the 2024 race. And I think now there's going to be this push and there's going to be this behind the scenes fight between, you know, the likes of Kamala Harris you know, Governor Pritzker out in Illinois, maybe Gavin Newsom. I have no idea. But anyway, he is now, he took to X or formerly known as Twitter to question whether Biden should drop out of the race. Quote, the president is justly proud of his accomplishment. Trump is a dangerous, unhinged demagogue whose brazen disdain for the rules, norms, laws, and institutions of, or democracy should be disqualifying. But the stakes of miscalculation here are too dramatic to ignore. Only Biden can make this decision. But if he continues to run, he will be the nominee of the Democratic Party. What he needs to decide is whether that is wise, whether it's in his best interest or the countries he concluded. And this is just the beginning. This New York Times poll has sent every major Democrat in the country into a tailspin of panic. And Biden trailing now in five of these six most important swing stakes. There's a two-point advantage in Wisconsin, and I'm not sure that would hold. Now, if you ask the question that normally should be asked in an election year, are you better off than you were four years ago? Okay, answer the question. Is America better off than it was four years ago? Or, or is the economy better off? Is our standing in the world better off? Are the borders safer and more secure? Is there more law and order and safety and security so people can pursue happiness? How do you feel about inflation? How do you feel about Bidenomics? How do you feel about the high cost of energy? 
How do you feel about any of these issues? And then when you break things down demographically, it gets even worse for Joe Biden because it's showing minority voters now are deserting Biden in droves. And then on the, kind of on the periphery, you've got this fight. Stacey Abrams weighed in on this. We'll get into this with Leo 2.0 Terrell by saying that criticisms of Kamala Harris are linked to race and to gender, and you cannot ignore the racism and misogyny in our politics. Oh, is that a shot across the bow to any other Democrat that if Joe does get out, that somehow there's going to be a coronation of Kamala Harris who has her own problems with voters? I mean, they've got themselves in a pickle here. Now, on paper, you would think it's the party that has a guy that probably is going to be convicted of felonies before November of 2024 with no opportunity to get a fair hearing in, a, in an appeals court. I mean, think of former Governor Bob McDonald of Virginia, convicted on 11 felonies, and it took three years, but the Supreme Court unanimously, the Supreme Court does next to nothing unanimously, vacated every one of those convictions. Like, I'll tell you right now, Trump is going to lose in this civil case in New York. But his chances on appeal, I bet, are going to be very good. I don't, think, I don't think Alvin Bragg has a particularly strong case, but I would expect a conviction followed by an appeal where Donald Trump has a much better shot. I would argue the same thing out of Washington, D.C. I'd argue the same rules will apply in Fulton County, Georgia. But, I mean, to see that, that Biden now is support among Minorities drop 33 points from 2020. How do you drop 33 points? And Trump's support among African-American voters, it's up 22 points, which even the New York Times called as unseen in presidential politics for for any Republican in modern times. To get into some more of the detail, the poll shows that two-thirds of Muslim Democrats say they'll vote for a, they'll, they'll vote to replace Biden. And the pressure on the issue of Israel and Hamas, I mean, you've got the Congresswoman Tlaib's of the world and the amount of pressure they are bringing to bear on the Biden people is just pretty unbelievable. All of this is now unfolding before our eyes. I mean, it's, it's, it is the most fascinating, interesting, on the one hand, time politically that I've ever seen in my life, but it's the scariest time as well, considering... I don't think this guy knows that today's Monday. And the fact that Democrats are not united that it, on any one candidate looks like he's going to walk through and get the nomination unless they pull it away from him, which I could see happening. Anyway, want to remind you one way to save money in these tough economic times is with your cell phone provider. Now, our friends at Pure Talk, a veteran-owned company, uh, they do a great job, and they use the same cell towers, the same 5G network as AT&T, Verizon, and T-Mobile. The average family for the exact same service is saving close to $1,000 a month. Now, they are doing in this lead-up to Veterans Day. They want to eliminate $10 million in veteran debt by Veterans Day. Now, they're in their very last week. They've already reached the $9 million mark, and they're doing it with every new sign-up. They're taking a portion of that sign-up money, and they're paying down the debt of our veterans who come home to Biden's economy and Bidenomics, which is not helping them. So you get the same service, the same cell towers, the same 5G network, and you're also helping out our veterans at the same time. Anyway, you sacrifice nothing. You're only going to benefit. 
Anyway, it's simple, fast, and easy to make the switch. Just dial pound 250, say the keyword save now. Pound 250, keyword save now. Help yourself save money for the exact same service and help our vets at the same time. 